Hey everybody, Tom Block. Thanks for tuning in to Front Row Knowles and thank you to Seminole Boosters for their support of this program and more than that, their support of Florida State student-athletes. If you're listening to this show and you're not a booster, what are you doing? Support the program and the student-athletes you care about. All the information you need is online at boosters.fsu.edu. Your gift makes an impact. It supports scholarships and sports medicine, strength and conditioning, nutrition, equipment. Buy tickets, show the student-athletes you care. All the info you need, boosters.fsu.edu. And all the info you need this week, well, here's Front Row Knowles. Broadcasting from the Prime Meridian Bank Studios in the capital city of Tallahassee, this is Front Row Knowles with Tom Block and Keith Jones. Front Row Knowles is brought to you by Hobson Chevrolet of Cairo, Georgia. Get your best deal the Hobson way. Good day, everybody. Tom Block, Keith Jones with you. It is Front Row Knowles. Keith, it is good to see you. It is good to be seen. And guess what? Uh, it's practice week. And we will talk football. Uh, our Osceola insider will join us a little bit later on. And we'll talk with a former All-American for Florida State. Little football, but more about his new role. And that is Corey Simon. And Keith, he's going to join us next segment. Before we get to that, I, I want you to articulate on, on how you think this fits in. How good a fit is Corey in this role? And how much is this position needed? And I, I ask you that as someone who's been vested in the program and as a former athlete at FSU. It's very much needed. And, and I'll be interested and hopefully I'll remember to ask or paint the picture with Corey about there. There's always been a disconnect, particularly in football, but I'm assuming for other sports as well, that when you leave the university, either you're in the NFL, you're in the business world, you're starting your family, you got your career going, you feel like you've given enough. So you don't reconnect. And it's not till you get older in life. Uh, that you look back and say, that university helped me, and, and maybe I need to give back to that university or get back plugged in with that university. It's been something that's been going on for 40 or 50 years. To answer your question, he is a perfect choice. Uh, Corey is affable. He's well-spoken. He gets along. He, he's a defensive lineman that gets along with everybody. See, we used to make fun of the defensive linemen. They were the big – we called the offensive linemen the big uglies. But the defensive linemen are the one that would eat glass and stay out too late and drink too much. And Corey's not any of that, even though he played that position. So he's going to be a wonderful ambassador, uh, I think, for the boosters. I think it's a great choice. And Well, and he's got the resume behind it, too. I mean, people know who he is. Uh, but first-round draft pick, national champion, All-American, all that stuff, played in the dynasty days, connection to Bowden. I mean, there's a lot there. Yep. Uh, the only thing we got to be careful of is he's almost as old as old as Odell. So when Odell goes to retire, we can't let Corey retire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask him about Odell Higgins too. We'll ask him about this defensive uh, tackle group in particular, since that's where he played. And uh, my sense is he'll like it, don't you think? I think he's probably likes that. I, think, I think you. I think you and I like it, and we're uneducated. I think he'll like it because he's educated. Yeah, that's well said. So. He'll join us next time. Corey Simon, who, if you missed the news, is now working for Seminole Boosters and really will be a liaison and a connection point to get former athletes uh, reconnected, reengaged with Florida State. Then uh, we'll talk with our Osceola folks about what's going on on the field. Stay with us. We are just getting started here on Front Row Knowles. Some battles are worth fighting. They build character and teach important lessons. Other times, the more we resist, the longer we stay stuck. When a simple change would change everything. Is your bank holding you back? Try my bank, Prime Meridian Bank. Changing is easy. We'll show you how. Prime Meridian Bank, 
Tallahassee, Crawfordville, and on the web at trymybank.com. Member FDIC. Hey folks, Austin Hobson with Hobson Chevrolet Buick in Cairo, Georgia. And we're celebrating the 4th of July all month long. So whether it's red, white, or blue, we've got the right one for you. With new vehicles arriving daily, we have a great selection to choose from. Like this 2022 High Country with a 6.2 liter V8, this 2022 Buick Enclave Avenir fully loaded, or the new body style Chevy RST. And the best selection of premium vehicles in North Florida and South Georgia. Buy your new or used vehicle the Hobson way. Front Row Knowles is presented by Hobson Chevrolet of Cairo, Georgia. Get your best deal the Hobson way. Now back to Tom and Keith. Welcome back on Front Row Knowles. Let's open up that Earl Bacon Agency hotline, the Earl Bacon Agency, ensuring your future together. And say hello to uh, a longtime friend of the program and friend in general, and uh, perhaps the newest employee at Seminole Boosters, that is Corey Simon. Everybody's All-American. Corey, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Glad to be here with you guys. We're, we're glad to have you. So the, the news was released publicly, I guess, within the last two weeks or so. I don't know when you officially started, but I'm sure you'd been thinking about it or Boosters had been thinking about it for some time. But just kind of give us your uh, an overview of what you're going to be doing and, and why you were interested, and then we'll take it from there. Well, you know, it, it's why I was interested is is pretty easy. Um, I, I love this university. I, I love all of the opportunities that it's given me. Um, and so now to be able to uh, uh, to step in in this role um, and and do my darndest to try and connect those knolls uh, back to this university um, is one of the things that I'm most passionate about. Uh, a lot of former teammates and friends and 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 quite honestly, over the course of that time, uh, playing in a, in a locker room with those guys that become family. Um, and so wanting them to feel like um, this place was was still special, um, making them feel a part of that family um, is is one of the high points of, of, uh, of what my job entails and, and what I'm really excited about, as well as meeting some of those new guys, right? You know, when I came here to Florida State, um, the message, you know, that I received and, and much like the message that you received, Keith, was this wasn't a four-year decision. It was a 40-year decision. And so uh, I want to make that a reality for the former players that have left here to reconnect them back to this program and back to um, uh, the boosters and, and, and the support staff that's, that's around. Um, but then get those young guys that are on that campus currently to understand the magnitude of the decision that they made. Uh, and, and in order to do that, uh, we have got to uh, introduce them to what that 40-year decision looks like uh, and the relationships that come along with it. Uh, and it's my job to, to help strengthen those relationships. Corey, I've been involved with the varsity club for way too long. Uh, one of the things that has happened in athletics, and it's not unique to Florida State, and it's not a negative thing, it's just a thing, is when you graduate, particularly someone like you, first round draft pick, you go in the NFL, it's all about the business. Someone like me that graduates takes a job. There's a disconnect. And getting that reconnection five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road is something that we need to be paying a, a lot better attention to. So I applaud your efforts and what the boosters are trying to do. I think that uh, can reap some huge rewards on down the road. No, no, Keith, I, I agree with you. I think 
um, at some juncture, we're all going to go pro in something else other than football. Um, and uh, it's, it's very easy to be tied in when you're in the locker room. Um, but when you leave, uh, and you leave, quite honestly, the, the safety of that, um, that the program, um, that becomes very difficult. Uh, a lot of our identity is, is caught up in uh, our ability to play this game at a high level when you step foot on this campus. And, uh, and when guys leave that, um, they, they leave a, a part of themselves behind. And, uh, and, and what I want to do is help those guys reconnect to that part of them uh, that they left here at Florida State University. Corey, I'm going to ask you about the challenge that goes with this. First of all, some of these guys, a lot of them are going to be your friends, but now you're approaching them in a different way. And then the, the second part of it, and to be clear for those who don't know, I do this show, people know me as a sports guy, but I work at the FSU Foundation. And if you look broadly at the university, the alumni giving rate is, it depends on the year, but it's somewhere between 15 or 20%, which is actually pretty good overall, though there's always room for improvement. But it, I think it's lower when you talk about football players or, or student athletes in general. Uh, and, and so I guess what I'm driving at is there sometimes there's a feeling that I gave to my university already. I put my blood, sweat, and tears. I left it on the field, on the court, on the track, whatever. Uh, and so that's part of what you need to overcome in terms of trying to fundraise for seminal boosters. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that is, you're absolutely right. Um, I think the hard part for, for, for athletes, for former athletes, um, I think you mentioned it. it, it's, it's feeling like they gave all that they needed to give to a program. And, and the conversations that I'm having with, with guys as I pick up the phone now is, guys, how can I help you? Um, how can I help the current situation you find yourself in? How can I connect you with our booster um, uh, program uh, in order to, to find the resources? And, and that's not always financial resources. Those are resources in terms of connections and, and relationships um, that I think can be very uh, profitable, not, you know, and again, and all of this isn't the, the fiscal number, it's the, um, it's the connection part of this. Uh, and, and that's what I'm doing right now. As I call around to guys, it's like, guys, how, how, can, how can we better serve you? Um, yeah, you did a tremendous job in, in what you brought to this program, um, but it, it's, it's, now it's time for us to, to also reciprocate that and, and, and give back to um, to the ones that have come before us. And so, uh, you know, of course, the fundraising part of this is a part of that, but I, I think that the, the, you have to have a relationship first um, before guys are willing to, to trust in, you know, is this just about the money or is this something more? And, and for me, it's always been something more. Uh, and I think um, what, what Michael Alford is, is doing and what Stephen Ponder have, have, have charged me with is, um, is, is really evaluating what that something more is uh, in ways that we can be helpful um, to, our, to, our former, to, to our former players. And so that's really where my focus is right now um, on trying to, um, you know, it, it, it's that old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, we've got to show those former athletes that have left here how much we care. Um, and then in, in the hopes of that, They'll, they'll see that one day and, and they'll, they'll open up their pocketbooks and they'll say, listen, I, I really appreciate how you guys have reached out and, and how much you really tried to, to help me where I am. Um, and, and I want to give back to the program. Um, but um, when you look at it through the veins of a former athlete where they feel like, well, I've, I've given enough, um, then 
it's it's hard to to go and ask for more um, when that when that relationship hasn't been um, reciprocated. Corey, you've a, you're a Tallahassean. You raise your family here. You live here. Um, uh, how did you get connected with quote unquote the new leadership, Michael and, and Mr. Ponder? How how did that how did you develop the relationship with them that led to this? You know, it was it was really something that was uh, I think initiated by Michael. He, he really uh, and then the folks on the outside, the boosters on the outside of you know Corey, you know, came to me and said, Corey, I think this would be a, a terrific out, uh, opportunity. Um, for you, and, and on the other side of that, I think this would be a terrific opportunity for our for our, uh, our university um, to bring me back into the fold. And so, when I sat down and saw just how enthusiastic Michael was, and, and the fact that uh, this was something that he laid out uh, when he came on as the athletic director uh, of, of a position that he wanted to fill, um, and he said, "Corey, this is this is the position that I saw you in." Uh, and this is absolutely in my wheelhouse, something I'm passionate about, this university, um, my former teammates and guys that came before me and after me. Um, I, I really saw this as an opportunity to give back on my own accord, um, reaching back out to those guys and, and letting them know uh, that they're seen, they're heard, there's a place here. Um, I think the hardest thing, and I think the thing that we took for granted for so many years when Coach Bowden was here, um, is that there was that consistency, right? Every time you came back to this place, there was somebody in there that you related to, that you knew that you had the relationship with. And that comes with having a coach here for 40 years and, and, and just uh, being able to keep the staff together as long as Coach Bowden did. Um, and I think when she lost that and, and guys got a chance to kind of know Jimbo a little bit because he was here during the Bowden years. And so that relationship kind of moved forward. But after Jimbo and, and, and the times that we've had since then, um, guys just, when they walk on campus, they don't feel like they know anybody anymore, right? And so uh, having someone like myself that can really go back to those years um, where guys feel like there's a connection. Of course, Odell is still here and, and Ron Dugans is here, um, but um, you know, Jason Bazin now, uh, the equipment manager over there, it's good to see him back here. Uh, but, you know, now guys can have someone that they can pick up the phone and call and say, Corey, you know, help me navigate this or help me navigate that and, and feel like they, they, uh, they have a, an advocate on the other side of that phone call. We're talking with Corey Simon, and uh, I'm going to shift gears now, Corey, because we can't have you on and not talk some football. But yes, sir. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the FSU. Or, I mean, you, you never left the FSU family, but welcome to Seminole Boosters, I guess, and uh, look forward to hearing more about uh, you know, you digging in there. All right. So if I was going to go and Keith and I, I don't know that we've done this, but if we went segment by segment, we would probably agree that the defensive tackle spot is the deepest or maybe the best uh, put together for this year. Do you agree with that? And what do you like about this group? Uh, yes, that is, uh, that is, that is a number one in my book. <laughs> and, and not, not just because of where I played, but the fact that, uh, the production is there. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed in uh, what Odell has been able to stockpile. And um, I'm excited about seeing this group play. I, I got a chance to go out uh, to practice yesterday when they were in full pads and, uh, and watch those guys get after it. Man, and the thing that jumps right off the board is, man, the size. My goodness, there's just some, there's, there's, there's some beef up front. Um, <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I was telling the strength coach, I said, listen, we, 
we didn't play at this size. I mean, I was 285 pounds at the most when I played here at FSU, and, and Odell was very strict on 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 uh, on staying below that that number. Um, but to see guys like Fabian Lovett and and just the body transformation that's happened with Robert Cooper over his time here, uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, Joshua Farmer, kid over here from Gadsden County. Um, I saw that kid play when he was in high school and I knew he was going to be inside guy when he got here. I didn't know he was going to look like that. Um, so I applaud the strength conditioning program that they have, uh, that they have really poured into that young man. And man, he is going to be an absolute beast and, uh, I'm excited. And then of course, Jared Jackson and, and, and Malcolm Ray, um, I think will be uh, tremendous contributors on this defense. Uh, Corey, you're, you're coming to the realization that this hit me a long time ago. I would not even, well, you would, you would be able to play today. You may not have the same stats or the same stature. I couldn't even make the field. You talk about the size, that's certainly it, but just the the speed and the strength of the game today uh, makes it almost unrecognizable for some of us old guys sometimes. Now, now Keith, I'm, I'm, I'm a humble guy, but my, my skill set transitions to every, every, uh, every uh, era era of, of this game. I, I don't know about you, but I can still get it down, Keith. I'm, I'm, I'm not well, buying it. I, I'm going to give these guys their fair shake. But uh, understood. They're still bringing up second place behind CSIM. Yeah. I'm sorry. I understand. I understand. <laughs> and, and, and by no means, and I, you know, you and I have had this conversation. There was, when, when you were healthy, there was no one that was able to, to, to put more effort out there. I will never forget being in the locker room after the 99 championship game. And, and just looking at you, and that was the snapshot of leaving everything on the field. So uh, the heart, the work ethic was always yours. I don't know about that speed and that 285, but I hear you, brother. I hear you. Uh, 285, hey, the combine got it right. You know, I was a 468 guy, 47 on a, on a bad day. You know, then, then they still hey, Tommy, run now. Tommy, you want to know the bad part of that? That's faster than me. <laughs> Hey, Keith, I, I was going to leave you alone out of respect in this one, but for the sake of our listeners, I'm just saying I'm looking at both of you, and obviously there's an age difference, but my money's on Corey, okay? Keith, I'm just, I'm <laughs> as well it know. should be. As well it should be. <laughs> hey, hey, Corey, you, you played for a guy that's the longest tenured assistant coach in college football, mm. and I feel like there's been rumors that he's going to step away for the last 10 years or he'll have a year where he, he maybe doesn't, uh, get the, the top five star out there and people say, oh, he's lost his edge. And then the next year he finds two guys that come in. And I mean, we can go back before you to Wadsworth and Connell Spain and, you know, and then, and then after you, it's just every three or four years, there's these guys, whether it's Eddie Goldman or Jernigan or the group he has now, what is it about Odell that he's so successful? You know what? It, 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 I wish I could tell you it was all about X's and O's. It's not. It is the passion in which, is, which he coaches the game. Um, every player that plays for Coach uh, Odell understands the love and um, just the unmitigated uh, desire to see that player succeed in every facet of their life. So it's bigger than football. Um, yes, the X's and O's part of it, the skill that he teaches you, the ability to play with low pad level and hand placement, um, he's second to none. Um, but it's, it's really is truly how he connects with players. 
Uh, and that's why he's been able to do it this well for so long. Um, it took guys like myself and, and Larry Smith and, and, and Jerry Johnson to kind of train him up. So we made him at, at some point in time, the bill's going to come due. Uh, but but uh, he's been able to make a good career over after we broke him in as a defensive line coach. <laughs> I believe he tells the story that your group might have been the one to make him think about leaving coach. But, uh, you know, and that's, that's you, true. You, we you were trying to run him off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, and to further that point, Corey, um, I mean, that's the bedrock of, of a good coaching staff where the kids understand that they're going to get worked hard. They're going to get pushed. You're going to go beyond what you think you can do, but it's not for the glory of the coach. It's for you to be the best you that you can be Absolutely. as stupid as that sounds. Absolutely. And, and he is, he's got a track record of that. That's why these guys still pick up the phone. We call, we check on him because we understand um, we're not the men that we are without, uh, without that, uh, with that, that big head joker yelling in our ear every single day. And it wasn't just about uh, the football field. It was challenging us to be the best men that we could possibly be. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, each one of those players accepting that and taking that on, um, it, it was personal. It's always been personal for him. It's never been about the business of, of college football. It's always been about personal. Great wisdom and insight from Corey Simon. Corey, thanks for joining us. We got to take a break. We'll come back with more Front Row Knowles right after this. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Your local independent auto owner's agent is the Earl Bacon Agency. Call us at 878-2121 or visit us on the web at earlbacon.com. Some battles are worth fighting. They build character and teach important lessons. Other times, the more we resist, the longer we stay stuck. When a simple change would change everything. Is your bank holding you back? Try my bank, Prime Meridian Bank. Changing is easy. We'll show you how. Prime Meridian Bank. Tallahassee, Crawfordville, and on the web at trymybank.com. Member FDIC. Be sure to subscribe to the Front Row Knowles podcast and follow at Front Row Knowles on Twitter. Now back to at underscore Tom Block and Twitterless Keith Jones. Yes, you heard us right in the Prime Meridian Bank studios. Tom and Keith back with you. We will reopen the Earl Bacon HC hotline. Thanks to Corey Simon for joining us last segment to talk about his role at Seminole Boosters. And uh, next up, somebody who used to be with Seminole Boosters, Jerry Kutz, who's the founder of uh, the Osceola. And big news going on right now. He's our Osceola insider, Jerry. Uh, big news for the Osceola. Why don't you enlighten our listeners? Yeah. Uh, we, we were approached by rivals to uh, – provide content on the uh, rival site for Florida State. War Champ left and went on three, and, and rivals asked us if we would uh, take over that spot. And it's, uh, it's exciting. It's uh, a big change for us um, and, uh, and, and a good one. Um, I th- you know, I thought coming into that market, um, you know, it, it gave me the opportunity to hire some good people. 
Uh, one is Arya Masudi, who can help us with, uh, uh, you know, audiovisual kind of uh, products, and uh, Joel Silver. Uh, I use him to to produce uh, a lot of our video content. So we've really expanded in that area, and then uh, you know, real excited that Kurt Weiler from the Tallahassee Democrat. Uh, he's been the beat writer there for the Democrat, and I think a lot of people really like Kurt's writing, and he's he's joined us as well. So you know that's great, and of course you know the backbone of the Osceola is, as you know, is Bob Ferrante, and uh, Patrick Burnham is our featured football writer. Um, I've had a relationship for a long time with uh, uh, Charles Fishbein, who I think is he's just tremendous in recruiting and. He sells his evaluation services to pretty much every power five coach pays for his evaluations. So he's working uh, in an expanded role with the Osceola to give us some uh, recruiting coverage. Gary, you also expanded. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I'm just going to say you expanded and you're, you're, you're calling on some former Knowles. Bam, to get involved in some of your content. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, that's been a dream, you know, and I think you'll relate to this, Keith, and maybe you can speak to it in a second. But my dream has been to involve former players more in the content. And, uh, and you know, over the years, I've gotten to know guys like you and Monk from your ear, Paul, a lot of guys, you know, Jimmy Wally. And, you know, when you talk football with you guys, it's – I mean, it's just on a different level. And uh, so, you know, over the years, I know Charlie Ward has been doing, you know, he and I talked about doing something a few years ago. And so he agreed he wanted to do it. His receiver, Kez McCorvey, who's one of my, you know, I love that guy. And then uh, Kirk Carruthers, who's a lot of fun uh, and very knowledgeable. He was my go-to guy. Remember that when you, when Kirk played? If you went in the locker room to do a post-game interview and you talked to Kirk Carruthers, you know, his dad was uh, offensive line coach at Michigan State under Duffy Doherty, grew up in a football family like Patrick Burnham did. And uh, so Kirk's joining us. Mark Salva has been doing work for us in the past. And uh, so Mark's with us and Leroy Smith, defensive back from uh, the end of the Bowden era. So that's that's some. I mean, I've talked to Corey Simon. He's probably. I'm hoping he will join us, uh, you know, for a show or two. And uh, but yes, I just uh, I'm thrilled. I think I think the listeners can tell by my voice. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, as you should be. Hey, Jerry, just as a as a sidebar, we both covered Charlie Ward. Obviously, we love Charlie Ward. Did you peg him as a future? member of your media conglomerate when he was uh, winning the Heisman Trophy in 1993. <laughs> you know, he was uh, he was a tough interview, wasn't he? He just didn't want to say a lot. And now he, boy, he he's a talker. Uh, he's really uh, comfortable speaking. And he's insightful in so many ways, you know. His dad was a coach. You know, of course, he think about the coaches he played under. You know, Wayne McDuffie recruited him. He had Mark Rick, Bobby Bowden. Then he goes into the NBA, and he has some of the some great coaches at New York, Houston, other places. And now he's coached football. 
He's coached basketball this past year. His team won the state championship. And so when you ask Charlie a question about, you get a, you get a, you get a double answer. You get a question from a guy who's done it at a very high level as a player and a guy who has had to coach it. And, and uh, you know, sometimes his team struggled. And, and of course, this year they won a national, I mean, a state championship. So I, I just, I, I really, I go back and listen to Charlie a couple of times because you get, you get a lot out of what he has to say. Talking with Jerry Kutz from the Osceola. Jerry, we'll get to on-field news here momentarily, but uh, if somebody, if listeners want to subscribe or have a question about moving over uh, as part of the conversion, what, what do they need to know? What, what can you tell them? Well, if they're, well, the, the site is uh, floridastate.rivals.com. And uh, that would be where they would need to go to subscribe. And um, it's uh, $9.95 a month or $99.95 a year. Um, and, uh, and, and so that's, that's uh, if you're already an Osceola subscriber, let me quickly say that your account is being moved from the Osceola site over to the rival site and you're being credited for any months you have remaining on your Osceola subscription. So that's, I'm in the process of making that happen now. We've been working at that. Uh, technology is great, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when it works. <laughs> when it works. But there's always, uh, and it works. I mean, it, for the most part, it works. The, you're, you're looking for the needles in the haystack that didn't work. And so I'm getting a phone call or two, uh, you know, about, hey, I can't figure out how to get in. And so anyway, that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. So it's fun, though. I mean, it's exciting and fun. And it gives you a chance to talk to your, your subscriber, which is really fun. Jerry, change of gears going on the field football wise. You've been at practices. Uh, what, what's different? You, you were there last year, early going. Now you're at the early going of the 2022 fall camp. What are you seeing? It's different, right? And uh, Keith, you've been there. Uh, you know, you were here when you came in. You remember those early years when you were here? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Bobby, you were at the early part of Coach Madden's uh, tenure. And you see a change, you know, you go from last year, a really freshman team, uh, mostly dominated by freshmen and sophomores. Uh, you know, Mike had to bring in guys like Jermaine Johnson, upperclassmen, he had to bring them in because they weren't here and uh, to find leadership. Well, this, this camp, Keith, everybody knows the drills. You know, it starts there, right? Last year at this time, I saw coaches actually teaching players how to do the drill, right? And now, man, they go right through the drills. I mean, plays when they're running plays, there's not a lot of uh, correcting going on. It's more, um, you know, they're, 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 they're fine tuning. The players already know what's going on. And when you see a freshman not, not do it right, before the coach can get to him, one of the uh, older players is already doing that. So it went, Keith, from being a coach-led team last year to now being a player-led team. 
that's big. That's the first that's thing. That's huge. Huge. Absolutely huge. Right? So steel sharpens steel. Right? Mm-hmm. I think there's two ways it occurs. One is within your position group, within your segment. I got to go 100% today and be on point or there's somebody that's going to take my job, right? So steel is sharpening steel because we now have depth at, at every position, maybe short of quarterback. We'll talk about that later. But in order for you to get into that starting job, you're going to have to compete to get it, even if you're the starter, there's been some people brought in that are transfers that could take your job. So I'm seeing that happening in the position groups. And then when they line up, you know, best against best or twos against twos, you're seeing the, 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 the receivers and the, the defensive backs really compete, you know? And so I think we have depth we didn't have last year. We have experience we didn't have last year. And we have competition. And Keith, you know this with Coach Bowden's uh, practices. Tuesday is a war. You know, it, it, you have to come to that practice ready to play just like it's Saturday. And uh, I'm seeing that. And, and you know, it's fun. Pra- practice is drudgery when everything is stopped and you're having to correct and teach but man when it's 11 guys going after 11 guys and there's pride on the line practice is funner it's a good word right funner but it definitely is (laughs) they they look like they're having fun and uh that was the thing that we reached in the dynasty era and your your era keith was uh practice was you know, you went out there knowing that if you didn't, you didn't play well at practice, somebody was going to embarrass you. <laughs> the better term, Jerry, is more funner. It's just more, more funner. funner. <laughs> well, it is. Now, now, listen, let me pay this off by warning everybody. I like to set expectations. It's a lot better. But this is a five, five and seven team that's a lot better. You know, right. I'm not talking about a team that won 10 games that is now better so I just want to temper it by saying that as I look at this team there's we have depth uh, which we didn't have in, in years past we have some talent I mean you know there's a lot of there's a lot of talent out there but when you're talking about first round draft picks that kind of talent we do have some, but we don't have as much, in my opinion, as, as we had in the, in, during the dynasty era. You know, when you looked out there and you could identify, point to seven guys on defense and say, they'll be drafted in the first four rounds. You know, not, not, not this year, but when they get to be a junior. And um, I'm starting to see that. There's a lot more talent out there right now and Keith to, to your position you know Azariah Thomas he's just he's really good at corner um, you, you look at that secondary man you see some you see some kids that are going to get drafted in the, in the first four rounds 
So Mike is starting to accumulate it. Um, and uh, I think if he can win seven games this year, um, eight, then you're going to see us start to stockpile more of those kids. But it's time to win. And, uh, and when he does, then the four stars uh, that are quality people, the quality, quality four stars, uh, the kids you want that are four stars, you know, you start to get them and uh, more of them. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is one of them. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting and encouraging. Um, but I, I always want to set realistic expectations. A big part of that, Jerry, just a final thought. You, you alluded to it. Jordan Travis and the quarterback depth. Yeah, that's, the camps. That, the the camps seem to be that if Jordan stays healthy, all will be okay. But if not, what what what's that look like? Um, Rodemaker's, you know, he's been here long enough to uh, be a difference maker. Um, there's a lot to like about him, and, and I'm going to be a parrot here. This isn't my original thoughts. I'm stealing from what Charlie Ward has had said on a one of the videos that is on. Uh, the Osceola site, but he likes him. He said, people don't realize that how, what a great athlete he is. He's, he's, he's a very, very good athlete. And then uh, he's tall and he's a coach's son. And so those are things, you know, you like, he's got a very live arm and for him, he has to be ready in the event that, um, you know, uh, in the event that, Travis is unable to play. Rodemaker, um, it, it's time for him. I saw real good progress with him in the spring. To be honest with you, I haven't gotten to uh, focus on him as much this uh, in fall camp. But in the spring, I saw him making steps in terms of his confidence. Uh, he's got the ability. But I think Keith, you were a high school quarterback, and you know some of it is just confidence right oh yeah no question he's he's comfortable in the offense he's a smart kid i know that he knows you know his his progressions and check downs and all that stuff but what i saw in the spring was he could get on a roll he would uh complete the ball and uh and then you know they move the chains everybody hurry up and he completed another one and another one you kind of see he was getting a flow and some momentum if he, prior to this past spring, he was usually working with the, you know, what was left of the number two offensive line, which, you know, it, it, he, he, he didn't get great protection. And um, it's really hard to get in rhythm when, when you're having free runners in the A gap, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I expect him if he comes in this year, that he'll give a good accounting of himself. And then real quickly, the, the young kid, the freshman, Duffy, uh, you know, he came in in January. He's, he's a talented kid. There's no question about it. Um, he doesn't have all the experience that, that, that Rodemaker has. And, and so we'll see. Um, I think it would be, it would be something if he uh, became, if he overtook a rodemaker that would be something well maybe so. maybe we won't have to 
cross that bridge this year. We'll see. Jerry, congratulations on the move to Rivals. Thanks Thank for joining you. us as always. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you all. You have always been just so supportive, and we appreciate you very much. And I know everybody loves your show, man. Well, we appreciate that, Jerry. We'll take a break, come back, wrap things up right after this. Hey, folks, Austin Hobson with Hobson Chevrolet Buick in Cairo, Georgia. And we're celebrating the 4th of July all month long. So whether it's red, white, or blue, we've got the right one for you. With new vehicles arriving daily, we have a great selection to choose from. Like this 2022 High Country with a 6.2 liter V8, this 2022 Buick Enclave Avenir fully loaded, or the new body style Chevy RST and the best selection of premium vehicles in North Florida and South Georgia. Buy your new or used vehicle, the Hobson Way. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Your local independent auto owner's agent is the Earl Bacon Agency. Call us at 878-2121 or visit us on the web at earlbacon.com. Be sure to subscribe to the Front Row Knowles podcast and follow at Front Row Knowles on Twitter. Now back to at underscore Tom Block and Twitterless Keith Jones. Yes, you heard us right in the Prime Meridian Bank Studios. Back on Front Row Knowles in the fall camp. The pads are on. Keep first day of pads. Recollections. I know you don't have to do that no more. <laughs> well, two things. Number one, what, what many folks will not understand is the, even if you're in shorts the first couple of three days, your neck is what hurts because you're not used to carrying around that helmet on your noggin. I mean, your neck would just be sore. It didn't matter anything. And then secondly, you haven't hit anybody in three months. So just relearning that process and pushing yourself through it uh, is very, very difficult. Now, you're happy to do it until you're about a third of the way through that first practice, and then it starts getting tough again, you know. <laughs> but uh, it, it is what it is. Now, obviously, you know, we played in the snow, walking uphill, no shoes. We practiced 73 hours every day in a 24-hour day. All the other things our listeners have heard about. They don't do double sessions. Uh, they do get some more time off, so it's spread out a little bit. So from a physical standpoint, the recovery time is better. Uh, we would just get way worn down. I mean, it was just the nature of, of the way the game was. Uh, so, um, you know, all, all's good, uh, but first day of pads, particularly for the freshmen, because let me tell you, you could be the high school stud but there were only two or three other people on the field at any one time that maybe were as fast or strong as you. And now you're on the field and everybody else is as big, if not bigger, and as fast, if not faster. It's a different world. That's why it's impressive that Thomas is doing what he's doing. I know he was here in the spring. Jerry talked about him. Um, team is off today, back at it tomorrow. One thing I hadn't processed, Keith, obviously they started a week early because they have a game a week early. But that's also one more week of practice before school starts, which allows for more attention to detail. And basically, school starts the week of the Duquesne game. Everything up until then, there's no classes. And, and I'm not – I should ask the question, uh, but my understanding has always been that once school starts, the 20-hour work week 
comes into play. So the additional meetings or times in the weight room or, or things of that nature, you know, organized activities also get cut. So you've got their full-time attention and you can spend a lot more time with them. But then when that first week of school comes around, the amount of time that you can spend with them is regulated as well as the attention span gets a little diminished. Uh, so yes, you're right about that. In fact, I was talking to somebody the other day. I remember either my junior or sophomore or junior year because we were on the quarter system. We played two games before school even started. Wow. You don't, you don't have that issue uh, in today's world because you're on the semester system. Keith, we're out of time. We'll do it again next week. Look forward to it. He's Keith. I'm Tom. Thanks for tuning in to Front Row Knowles.